0: Panera now delivers, so you can order good, clean food right to your office, or door, or porch, or backyard, or front yard, or apartment, or dorm, or castle, or shop, or worksite, or wherever Panera delivers. For lunch, dinner, and everywhere in between. Click the banner to order, or visit PaneraBread.com. Participating locations only. Panera. Food as it should be. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Devotional Chef Show My name is Ron Graham I am the producer and host of the show Reverend Robert Lacey The Devotional Chef will be with us in a moment On today's show He will be discussing peach cobbler And I have to tell you As soon as the very idea that came up I became very hungry But While we're waiting to begin our conversation With Reverend Lacey I just want to remind you That first of all After the show We'll be putting up um, a summary of the show on our blog at the thedevotionalchef.com, and we will actually give you a peach cobbler recipe. Wouldn't you say we could do that, Reverend Lacey? Give them a cobbler recipe?
1: I think so. Uh, once they learn the basics of uh... The secret is in the the, the the base, like a like a a soup base. And I like to uh, uh-huh. greet everyone here today on Blog Talk Radio on the Devotional Chef Show with uh, our great uh, friend and producer Ron Graham. I'm the Devotional Chef, Reverend Lacey. and I uh, always say to you, bless it up today. Here, we're going to give you not only a recipe, but once you learn the base again, you can make a a variations from the base, and it's very a simplistic thing. And this is a funny thing, uh, Ron. I was never taught how to do it. I just kind of knew that it could be done, and then from then on I've been doing it.
0: Well, Reverend Lacey, I'm looking forward to this. I have been looking forward to it ever since our last program, and I'm very glad to hear from you again. I hope you're having a good day.
1: I'm having a great day. God is good, brother.
0: I would say that's a fair assessment. Uh, Reverend Lacey, why peach cobbler?
1: Well, you know, it's actually a, a Southern uh, tradition, and uh, it's been around as long as I can remember, even in uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. You know, there's a thin line to the Mason, uh, uh, Mason-Dixon line in Pennsylvania, as you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Gettysburg, a lot of uh the Civil War battles were fought there, so the South and the North have been merging together uh different cuisines for 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 hundreds of years but the uh, but a but a greater thing is that uh it's a simplistic dish uh to make
0: no do you, when you say- simplistic do you mean that just for you or for anybody?
1: Anyone can can make a peach cobbler. You don't have to go to culinary school. You, you know, here's what a, a cobbler is. It's an expanded pie. But it has more oh. of the juices in it than the normal pie that you would have because uh and it's usually uh served deep dish, which makes it even more special. And uh you know, you can do it with dough, uh biscuits, uh crumbles, all kinds of variations on this thing. As a matter of fact, um, uh, I hope that you'll ask me later on about the history of this. I've done a little research.
0: Well, why don't you go ahead and get into that right now? I mean, people are going to be hungry anyway, so let's go ahead and give them some more to be hungry about. Tell us, where, tell us all about
1: cobbler. Well, cobblers uh, are called cobblers, crisp, crumble, brown betty. I've heard of apple brown betty. Buckle, grunts, slumps, bird nest pudding, and Snonker, and pandowdy. Now, basically, yes, there's a lot of there's a lot of history of, of, of this. Uh, cobblers have mm-hmm. been and still are called by various names, as we mentioned. They are all simple variation of cobblers, and they are all based on seasonal fruits and berries. In other words, whatever fresh ingredients are available, readily at hand. Now, in our modern age. You know, you don't have to have fresh ingredients. You can use canned fruit. I've done that. You can use fresh fruit. I've done that. You can use frozen uh, fruit. I've done that. I've actually blended the three together, and I found my cooking time was was less because I like to cook smarter, not harder. And so they're all home and and rely more on taste and fancy pastry preparation. You don't have to be a a pastry chef to make this. You just have to want to feed your family a good – Tasty, flavorful dish with fresh, frozen, or canned fruits with a with a, with a a, a good uh, uh, base, you know, good simple syrup, if you will, and then mm-hmm. uh, you want to have got to have lots of butter, you know, lots of butter, lots of spices. It's it's going to be a, a wonderful thing uh, to have. Now, let me just tell you a little bit more about the history. Uh, it came actually from England. Uh, the English mm-hmm. came here to the colonies, and they had a thing called steam puddings but they couldn't find their favorite ingredients so whatever was available. uh, That's how they made the traditional American dishes came with such unusual names. Early colonists were so fond of these juicy dishes that they often served them as a main course for breakfast, even as a first Mm -hmm. course. It was not until the late 19th century that they became primarily desserts. So everything I have read, Cobblers, and I'm reading this to the audience because I want them to know that this is the fact Uh, is a variation, as I said earlier, of a pie. And the pie was developed from the Roman idea 2nd century B.C. They used to tuck uh, meat inside of a flour oil paste as it cooked. So basically, we've gone from savory to sweet. And again, Mm -hmm. cobblers uh, are are peaches, apples, and berries. Crisp and crumbles are baked with the fruit mixture on the bottom and with crumb toppling. On top, brown or brown Betty. A Betty consists of fruit, mostly commonly apples, baked between layers of bread and butter crumbs. And uh, it's, it goes on and on, and it has these other uh, names grunts and slumps. Early attempts to adapt the English theme, putting to the primitive cooking uh, equip, uh, equipment available to the college in New England, resulted in the grunt and the slump. That's what they called up in New England grunts and slumps. Outstanding. And we talked about a buckle or crumble or pan dowdy is a deep dish dessert that can be made with a variety of fruit. But it's mostly commonly made with apples sweet with molasses or brown sugar. So there you have the different variations. Like I said, it's a simplistic dish. Once you get the base down pat you know you know that the base is is your is your simple syrup with spices and butter and and those type of things that makes the, the simple syrup which turns into the juice because the apples or the the berries absorb that juice and and turns it into like a blueberry uh, pie you've seen one of those right you ever wonder how they the, yeah. the, the, the it becomes blue. Well, the blueberries turn that, that color, and that's just a simple syrup with a little thickening in it. We call it a slurry in the culinary world. Mm-hmm. There you wow. go. Wow,
0: I gotta tell you, you, you're starting to get my mouth the water already. But you talk about the necessity for getting the base down. So let's get into the base. Well, let's get, let's get the details.
1: The base of a um, pie or a cobbler is creating the juice. And this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to just go ahead and give you the recipe, if you don't mind, from my perspective. No, please. go ahead. Uh, the steps that I take, you know, to make a uh, peach cobbler. And, and like I said, it's, it's a very popular thing around my house. When I make one, uh, it's like E.F. Hutton. People come to the table, okay? <laughs> and so, yes, yes. When I make it, make it. I love to start off with nice, and it depends on how much you want to make. You can get a a quart pot if you like, because I like to have extra juice, you know. Yeah. And uh, what I like to do is, uh, first of all, make a simple syrup. That's only sugar and water. Then I'm adding the cinnamon. White and brown sugar, lots of butter, and a pinch of nutmeg, a little salt. And that's your base. And what you want to do as you're you're stirring that up, whisking that up, it'll start reducing. You could add the spice and the flavor of the sugar as you want to adjust it. Like I like to use brown sugar and and white sugar and and butter and and nutmeg and cinnamon, which makes it delicious. Now, some people don't like cinnamon, but, you know, you have to – you know, pick what you like. I wouldn't use allspice or a pumpkin spice. That would just take that to another level of being an alien pie. If, you think,
0: if you're thinking
1: about those things, I don't think it would be consistent with the American tradition. Uh, so those basic spices, nutmeg and cinnamon, is, is perfect. And don't forget, you got to have a, some vanilla, just a hint of that in the pie, because that can be overpowering if you use too much. Once you master the base, which is a simple syrup, okay you put that aside i like to have fresh peaches and i peel those take the stone mm-hmm. out and i put them in and quarters i incorporate those in the simple syrup because now you want to draw the flavor out okay of the of the fruit i also use canned peaches because canned peaches mm-hmm own syrup in it that does not hurt your dish at all actually it helps it a lot I use fresh fruits and fruits and sometimes I'll go and get frozen uh, 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 peaches incorporate it in your syrup mm-hmm. and then so what I like too. to do is get some flour and water This is this is going to make a lot of sense to people Okay, if you use flour and water, never put the water in your mixing bowl first, or your or your mixing cup, or your measuring cup, and then put the flour on top. It won't work. It'll float and turn into lumps. You take the flour, mm-hmm. which as much as you think you need, maybe like make it, make about a quarter of a half a cup of it. Okay, no mm-hmm. seasonings and just plain flour. All right, and then you. Put that in the cup first, and you slowly incorporate the water, and you start whipping it or mixing it until it's nice and smooth and kind of creamy looking, but not thick, okay? Because a slurry Mm -hmm. is something that they pour in soups and gravies to make it a thickening. And it actually goes on, and you'll see. And you you pour it in there, and you have to continually stir it because it will lump up on you. Flour, as you know, is is gluten, and, and, and it'll cook. Okay, so so I make mm-hmm. my slurry, and I have my my base on low heat. It's not boiling any longer. You know, I re- reduce it down, and I'll watch it because I want to make sure I have enough to 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 make uh, the, the, the the cobbler. And so from that point on, I'll start incorporating. A slurry, making it a little bit thick, but not to the point where it's like, you know, uh, uh, remember that paste we used to use that we were in school? <laughs> you know uh, what yeah, that
0: kind the of. Yeah, the kids would
1: eat it. Yeah, actually. Yeah, I probably had a couple of nibs myself. I'm sure I did. <laughs> mm-hmm. So after you incorporate your flour and your water for thickening, uh, you have your fruits already prepped, already, and now you want to take. I love the aluminum foil turkey roasters, you know? Yeah. Because, well, it's a throwaway kind of item, and it's less cleanup. You're going to have to get something with a deep dish. So I figure you can go to a dollar store and buy a couple of those. I double them up because of the fact that I don't want them you know, to burst open. What I do is called blind baking. There's two ways to do a combo. You can go and put the raw dough in there. And you can put all your, 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 you know, your base of your fruit and your and your syrup on top of it. And some people like their their, their, their um their cobbler doughy. My wife likes certain cobbler doughy, but I fix that. I just don't like the taste of raw dough. So what I've learned from uh, watching great chefs like uh, I got this from Emeril Lagasse. To be honest with you, how to blind bake. Blind baking is just putting the dough, and I want you to go and buy. Pie dough. That's right. Go buy the frozen pie dough, ladies and gentlemen. Work smarter, not harder. Okay, get about four or six of those and cover that deep dish all the way around. And when you get that in there, you want to sprinkle some sugar and some cinnamon all the way around. And this is going to blow your mind. Throw some uncooked beans on top of it. Okay, you're going to have the... On 350 and you must watch this Or 375 Put that in the oven with no ingredients That's what they call blind baking What will happen is that base will crisp up Okay you What that kind out. of beans
0: are you talking about, chef?
1: Use um, White navy beans uh, I don't know about the red kidney beans You might have a, a stain there too But go with the white beans You're probably better off with that And uh, you're Do just you going to so take them in the advance. No, no soaking and nothing at all. You, you take them right out the bag, hard. I, I think the no, beans not help. Not. Help, help. The beans help cook the dough and shore it up some. And 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 we'll have to look into that a little bit more. But that's the that's the way uh, um, Chef Lagasse did it, and I think it's it worked for him. He says, "Hey, we're gonna blind bake it, and we're gonna throw in some beans." It's probably a heat thing going on there, you know. And so I
0: would once you get so.
1: You pull that out of your oven, and you get rid of the beans immediately. You've got a nice, sweet, brown-looking dough. Beautiful. Okay, now mm-hmm. the next thing you want to do, my brother, okay, I like butter a lot. Oh, incidentally, I forgot one step. Please butter your pan first, then put the dough put in, in the and then the beans bake it because you, you want to be able to – have the the dough separate from the pan, obviously. Uh, And so, like I said, this is simplistic stuff. And then once you do that, you put your ingredients inside that deep dish pan. You must have a cookie sheet to put in the oven because, brother, sometimes you'll get an overflow. That helps resist your cleaning the oven from sticky stuff, you know? And then I like to use what I call a a, uh, dough lattice. I take the remaining dough and I'll – I'll cut it with a with a knife or a pastry knife on a on my cutting board, a little flour. I'll just make a lattice, you know, strips of it across. Or so I'll sometimes just go ahead and take uh, three or four uh, pre-made pie uh, shells and put it on top. Mm-hmm. Poke holes in it. Now that's not blind baked. That's the raw dough. I'll take sugar and cinnamon and a little butter, and I put that back in the oven, brother. When that is all brown, you bring that out. They're going to start coming to the table quickly. Okay, and that's how <laughs> you make a so. That's how you make a cobbler, basically. And you know what? You can use biscuits. I mean, you can actually go and say, you know, what? I don't want to do what 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 what, what uh, the chef says. I'm going to go and use you know, pop and dough biscuits uh, or or, or the, the, the grand biscuits. That's fine. Because if you think about it, at that time, they didn't have any, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, prepared pastry. They they made it from scratch, and most of the stuff was, was, was biscuits. Have you ever seen the old-fashioned uh, shortbread, strawberry shortcake? Yeah. Yes, well, it was that. made out of biscuits. There you go, Oh, biscuits. yeah, you're right. Fantastic, isn't it? We sometimes complicate yeah. our cooking but we don't have to. And so here's something else that I did. This is in my cookbook. It's a peach, pear, apple and berry mixture of a of a, of a of a cobbler. I tell you something, you're talking about yummy. <laughs> you can use my wife likes blackberries. She likes uh uh, uh raspberries. She likes strawberries. You can take the whole berry family, brother, and make a, a berry cobbler extraordinaire.
0: You know, and Reverend one, Lacey, I want to say you, always taste
1: your syrup because if it's not sweet enough, you know, before you put it in there, it's going to be kind of difficult to make that happen because all that stuff should be melted together with the butter and your cinnamon and all that. If you like it, serve it. There you go. That's the cobbler. Uh,
0: yeah. I was actually going to ask you about uh, multiple fruits in a cobbler because, you know, they make these bags of frozen fruit that include all these different varieties, and so many of them, you know, would make good cobblers on their own, but now you put them all together and you got a taste explosion, right?
1: Yes, you do. And and I like mixed berries. I think it's a delicious thing. You notice that um, they're blending more mixed berries together for, you know, for fruit drinks. Not necessarily sure. alcoholic, you know, but just the fact that it's it's just a nice combination. Uh, one of my favorite cobblers, I love deep dish blueberry pie. I love blueberries. Blueberries are just yummy, you know? Yeah. And so, yes, you can go ahead and, 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 you know, starting with the peach, you can go ahead and make apple cobbler. Again, the simplicity of it is the base. You don't change the base recipe, just change the fruits. Oh, man, now I am so hungry. All right, do you
0: ever have any leftovers after you serve this stuff up, Chef?
1: I do, because I make a deep, I mean, a real deep dish. You ever seen those mini turkey roasters that you put like a, a five or a seven-pound bird in, you know, and you get the, the aluminum foil roasters?
0: Yeah, I typically we'll use that. those for a chicken.
1: Yeah, well, I I, I you actually, we well, got some big enough to fit a turkey in, too. Picture that. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, picture having that full of dough and fruits. And, oh, I tell you. And, you know, the beautiful thing about it, when you make a cobbler, you you, you don't slice it. You use a spoon. You put it in bowls. And Mm -hmm. uh, some people like different toppings on it. So, you know.
0: Uh, Yeah, the first thing that jumps out at me is vanilla ice cream. You can't go wrong there.
1: Can't go wrong with some good old-fashioned vanilla ice cream. I mean, you know, I I I I I was a Briars man. I still like Briars, but having moved down here, there's a thing called Bluebell and it's pretty good. I when I was in Jersey, it was Turkey Hill, but I tell you, uh those Texians know how to make some ice cream, okay? Chef, what do you think
0: st- of uh, vanilla? What do you think of vanilla bean ice cream?
1: I love that. It would go well with the consistency of the pie or the deep dish. Uh, Cobble if you will my friend Uh, It would go well with that I think that you could also Have In your Bowl I would put out Some Ice cream I would put out some Heavy Cream But it would be in liquid form I would not put it in Whip it I would put out some whipped cream and some evaporated canned milk because, you know, it's peaches and cream is that's it's, it's a no-brainer, brother. You know. He totally <laughs> is. It's a no-brain and, and good nothing,
0: stuff, yeah
1: And when it's hot, mamma mia! I'm, I'm talking like an Italian. <laughs> I uh, I just you know what Mother's Day is coming up. I would recommend to the audience. Uh, take a stab at it. You can get the recipe that I, I gave you, my version my recipe. You're going to not find any different on the Internet. Uh, there may some be variations here and there, but you can look it up and, and, and try your hand at it. Uh, just re- just control the heat. You want to control the heat and never serve raw dough. It's, it just doesn't taste well.
0: That's right. The, 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 the diners will not go for that if they, if they run into that.
1: No, now, Chef, what will happen is in, the crispy uh, blind baked bottom will become uh, a little soft. Mm-hmm. You'll have maybe a little crush, but you'll still have that that dough that people like. And my, like I said, my wife likes dough. She'll say, "I like the dough. You can get all the dough you because you're gonna build that up on the sides, the bottom, you know that little that little roaster. You could actually take a chicken roaster, a a uh, it wouldn't be cast iron, but it would be a consistency of a um, like a, like a a, a a steel and um, I can't think of the name of the the the, the product, but ceramic, yes." And that kind mm-hmm. of combination, they've been around for years. They're, they're like blue. I think everybody's mother had one of those chicken roasters. You can actually make the cobbler in one of those, as long as it's as a deep dish. doesn't have to be aluminum. It can be anything. You, you know, we can, I don't know about cooking it in a pot. I haven't done that yet. I haven't got that bowl. But anything that you can make a deep dish uh, dessert would be a, a winner for Mother's Day. You know, surprise your mother. Go ahead, those of you... Uh, you know, or whose parents are not eating dinner in heaven with Jesus. Hey, uh, man, surprise your mom and uh, you know have have someone make it. Most grandmothers and 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 people of you know of a, a later age are are, are are proficient in these kind of uh, dishes. Uh, church women are, are notorious cooks. I love church women. <laughs> I gained a lot of weight from eating church women's food. Okay.
0: I've had a lot of good meals at churches myself, Reverend Lacey, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, Yes, sir. Chef, we're down to about the last five minutes of the episode, so we're going to do some housekeeping here, if you don't mind. By the way, that was an excellent recipe that you went through, and I'm sure our listeners appreciate it. Um, Let's remind the listeners that we will put a recipe up on the blog along with the description of this program. Every program we do on Blog Talk Radio, we follow it up with a blog post that describes the episode in some detail. Where we can, we provide a photo. I don't suppose you have a photo of a peach cobbler that you made around someplace, do you, Chef?
1: No, I don't. I I've, I've probably eaten the photo too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's exactly what I would do if I were in that position. Um, but, yeah, that's that's what we typically do is we get it up on the Internet so everybody can take advantage of it. Now, um, we will have another program next week. And earlier today, you and I were talking about a number of different uh, possibilities for our next episode. Have we settled on one yet?
1: Well, you know, we're exploring the world of bread the world of soup, um, uh, you know, there are meats. It's just so many things. We haven't really settled on anything, but we have discussed the first two. And, and you know, I, I kind of was thinking earlier while we were talking about the base, if I can teach the audience how to make a soup base, they can turn that into almost anything they want to turn it into.
0: I was thinking that too, Chef. Let's go ahead and talk about soup bases that are on our next program. That sounds good okay. to me, and I'm sure the audience will like it, too. Um, now, let's go ahead and uh, have a prayer with our audience just in case they, uh, you know, need to get themselves a blessing.
1: Well, I was thinking about Psalm 27, and what I like, is said The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Audience, we have a lot of scary things going on around here in our world, wars and rumors of war, Uh, A lot of saber rattling. We have people uh, killing children in schools. Never heard in our time. Uh, Just all kinds of disasters, and it makes people kind of nervous. But here's the good news. Here's the good news. If you know Jesus Christ, I'm not saying you're going to be disaster-free, but you know who to take the problem to. I don't walk in fear. I walk in the confidence that the Lord is with me. Like he said, amen. He will never leave you or forsake you. So I'm asking that if you want to experience the peace that I experience, in spite of all the things that are going around me, and not having to worry about whether a plane is going to fall in the sky and hit me, come into the family of Jesus Christ. The Bible says, if you confess with your heart the Lord Jesus, right? Confess with your mouth, rather, the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that Christ was raised from the dead, you shall be saved. All God is asking is believe that I sent my son, to save you from sins, and that's all you gotta do. I'll do the rest. I'll grow you up in the spirit. I'll teach you the ways of the walking in righteousness and holiness. It's a practice, but it's one of the greatest things I've ever done in my life. And guess what? It's a universal family. You can meet Christians all over the world and they'll welcome you. So if you said that prayer, Lord Jesus, accept me into your family. I give myself to you. Amen. Welcome to the family of God.
0: All right, thank you so much for that, Reverend Lacy. Always oh, a pleasure to have these programs with you. I'm going to go ahead and remind the audience they can find out more about the Devotional Chef at our website, which is thedevotionalchef.com. We are on Facebook as the Devotional Chef. We are on Twitter as Devotional Chef, and everything that we do. We spread it along the social media so that you can find us by whichever means seems to be the most convenient for you. What else would you like to tell the audience in our last minute?
1: Well, I just want to tell them that I love you and, 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 and uh, Dr. Ron Graham loves you. And, you know, you have the best of your life ahead of you. We've all made mistakes and failed. But please don't quit and don't give up. Don't give up on your family members too easily. A lot of them are not where you want them to be, but then again none of us are. So walk in love and peace and learn to use your gifts to help change the world. That's a good
0: word, Reverend Lacey. All right. Looks like we're actually gonna finish the program on time today. We're very glad to have you with us, listeners. And uh, as you know, we have been talking about peach cobbler today. You know how to find us on social media. If you've got a special dish that you would like to hear the chef talk about, reach out to us on social media, and I tell you what, we will follow up. Isn't that true, chef?
1: Oh, by all means, uh, you can uh, get me on the uh, emails, uh Twitter, devotionalchefgmail.com. Uh, there are um, opportunities to uh, – Hopefully, in the future, to get copies of the cookbook. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, there are many cookbooks. Tell them a little bit about that, would you?
0: Check the website, thedevotionalchef.com. We've got many cookbooks, and there'll be more. Thanks for joining us, listeners, and you have a great day.
1: quality floors at rock bottom prices come to Floor & Decor. You're getting an incredible product for an amazing price and that's hard to beat. Hardwoods, laminates,
0: tile, or stone. Holy smokes! This place is huge! I'm on a budget and I was able to go to Floor & Decor and save a lot of money.
1: You will be blown away by this experience. The pros come here, I come here. If you love your wallet and you love your home, you have to go to Floor & Decor. Floor & Decor. For a store near you, visit FloorAndDecor.com. For top-quality floors at rock-bottom prices, homeowners and pros choose Floor & Decor. They're incredible in the design center.
0: I tell them what my vision is, and I'll come out of there with a real plan.
1: The design services are free. The pro desk is fabulous. If they save me time, they save me money. They're going to help you find your products. They're going to help you get in and
0: out of here quickly.
1: These guys are experts.
0: I'm a general contractor, and this is my store. Floor & Decor makes my job incredibly easy.
1: Floor & Decor. For a store near you, visit FloorAndDecor.com.